The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. <laughs> I did, as I say, went to, went to bed last night. I didn't want to have to discuss Ryan Tuberty again, but we've done it. He's the front page of a lot of the newspapers as the Ryan Tuberty scandal continues. But realistically, is it a Ryan Tuberty, Ryan Tuberty scandal or an RTE scandal? A forensic accountant was appointed this week to look into the RTE's finances and join me to discuss what RTE's future funding model might look like is Garrett Hart, Strategic Communications at Hart Media PR and former News Talk Editor-in-Chief. Good morning to you, Garrett. Good morning, Tommy. Listen, thank you so much for coming in to talk to us again this morning. Listen, this is a problem with RTE, in my opinion. I, I believe that an organisation that brings in over £200 million from licence fees, around £140 million from advertising, and still have their hand out at the moment to Kevin Backhurst looking for extra funding. What do they do with all this money? Well, I think, first of all, uh, what uh, the last three weeks has shown us is that it's time for a meaningful uh, and, I would think, a positive discussion around the entire funding of public sector broadcasting. Um, That's drama, current affairs, news and how that is paid for out of the public purse. Um, The challenge really for uh, the government is that uh, RTE is now uh, going to probably need an urgent injection of funding, um, and that's on top of uh, seeking a licence fee increase, which... uh, after the last three weeks and earlier this week, the Taoiseach had said that any bailout for RT would come with conditions. Um, so I think uh, the challenge really, Tommy, is how do we take what has been a really, really difficult three weeks for the entire sector and look at how we can put it into a meaningful discussion on the future funding of public service broadcasting across the sector, not just RTE. Well, absolutely. I mean, Kevin Backhurst, as you said, he said on Monday that RT will need a level of interim funding. Last year, D Forbes was able to get 50 million. And you mentioned there that Taoiseach Leo Varadkar had something to say on it. Let's take a listen to it now. In terms of the financial picture, we have a long-standing request in from RT for additional interim funding. Um, we haven't had a request um, for a bailout. Uh, if that arises, um, well, we'll have to deal with it then. Um, but what I would say is that any time government has been called on uh, to bail out an entity, whether it was uh, the banks or a sporting body or a state-owned enterprise, it never comes without strict conditionality. Uh, and that would be part of it if it were to arise. But we're not at that point yet. So strict conditionality. But at the end of the day, Garrett, this is taxpayers' money that's going to be used, isn't it? Yeah, and look, the future of uh, Media Commission that uh, was set up a number of years ago by the government uh, uh, reported in January um, with a number of recommendations on on funding. One of them was that RTE should be directly funded by the Exchequer. Now, that was before the RTE debacle, but the government at that time in January said it would not accept that recommendation. Uh, So we're now in the position where we're going to have an RTE that will have oversight from the government. It will be a very difficult uh, time, I would say. Uh, it will have forensic accountants. It will have uh, lots of eyes uh, coming in to understand how the organization is funded. Uh, because the, the, the challenge here, Tommy, is 
that the public uh, has lost trust in the organisation, which is um, not good, but it's also now questioning uh, the value of the licence fee. Uh, and that's not good either because we need to have a funded sector that comes out of part uh, exchequer funding. So you reckon that potentially the, the way it's going to go, either the licence fee gets increased, or we follow a model that a lot of other countries across Europe are using and that the money comes out of the exchequer. But as you said, people have lost trust in RT and lost trust in this. And particularly when you see the two, two chief financial officers, past and present, both pointing fingers, not really showing much accountability, not sure exactly whether they're telling the whole truth. Like, like do you really believe that the government should give this funding to RT or should they tell Kevin Backhurst, this is a problem of your own doing, you need to sort it out? Well, I think the, the, the opportunity here, and that old phrase, you know, never waste a, a crisis. Um, the opportunity here uh, is to really uh, do a root and branch reform of RTE as a, an entity into the future. And what I mean by that is uh, an organisation that will have public service broadcasting, news, investigative broadcasting, sport, drama, that can be ring-fenced ring uh, out of the public purse, uh, but also that there is a commercial arm uh, that maybe is done in a, as a se- separate commercial entity that will have a third-party sales house that is you know, one that works very well in, in the independent sector, uh, that would sell ads and, and would take away that uh, lack of confusion over how the commercial operation works at the moment, but also that RTE could quickly move into a new way of operating that it would seize the opportunity to become a, a leading publisher broadcaster, similar to what Channel 4 News does, or Channel 4 itself, where the broadcasting model is that the independent sector creates content that is sold on, on the global stage. And, and you know, you've, you've companies like Kite Entertainment, run by Darren Smith, that... that uh, is is now producing the, the new Graham Norton yeah. comedy show for Amazon Prime Video. And, and there's an opportunity where we use these types of companies, produce content with RTE and create another f- funding model. So this is this is, can be a good outcome for RTE. There's going to be a lot of pain probably for the next 12 months, but we have to look at the positive at the end of it. I, I, interesting what you say there about Channel 4 because I think, yes, they do receive money from the public purse in the UK. And remember that they did produce shows like Father Ted, Dairy Girls, yeah. uh, as you say. Um, so there is an opportunity for RT, I suppose, to be a bit more creative with that as well. When you're talking about a public service role with RT, and Michael McGrath said that they would get adequate funding. But what about the, I mean, is Virgin Media News Talk, is you know Radio yeah. Kerry, Northern Sound, you know, are they not creating, Absolutely. you know, providing a public service? Yeah, and look, and that's the point. The licence fee is not just for RTE. And, and you know, when I worked in, in News Talk and you work in Virgin, and like we, we would have always argued and, and, and uh, sort of banged the table to say you know, the independent sector does more hours every week uh, of public service broadcasting than, than RTE in its totality. So whether it's Highland Radio, Radio Kerry, Virgin Media, whether it's you know Ireland AM, The Tonight Show, News Talk Breakfast, that has to be part of the discussion on the future licence fee. Uh, and we don't really want to focus 
the the coverage just on the license fee being a, a fund for for RTE. The the new license fee, whether it's a broadcast charge, whatever it's called, but that can be widened out to assist Virgin Radio Kerry, uh, Galway Bay, uh, and that that really sort of the debate should go pretty quickly as well, and that the independent sector is not uh, penalised because of what's happening in RTE. Well, I I see it's in the news announced this morning that the Finance Minister will bring RTE and TG Carr under remit of New Era. So this is New Era, a division of the National Treasury Treasury Management Agency, which provides financial and commercial advice to ministers and departments in relation to state companies. To be honest, we have no idea what that means. But if you were Kevin Backers or you were the government dealing with RT and the future of, of RT and state broadcasting, what would you do? Oh, good question on Saturday morning, Tommy. Um, <laughs> I think the, the oversight uh, needs to be um, uh, in place uh, and, and to be seen to put in place as a matter of urgency. And what I mean by that is if um, the taxpayer is being asked to fund a a public body or that the state has been asked to, to bail out uh, a public body, similar to what happened with the banks, um, then there's going to have to be government-appointed uh, board members, that there's going to have to be uh, a very transparent re- review every month, uh, which will probably be before a, a Rockers committee that comes in and talks about what reforms are in place. And what I would say is, you know, the reforms that are needed in RTE, like I and many people in, in media knew that these reforms were needed 10 years ago. Um, RTE failed to get them over the line. The politicians also failed to put pressure on them to get them over, over the line. So there's been failure on both sides. But where we're at now is we're going to have a very public um, reorganization uh, and it's almost... Uh, uh, going to be a, a, a weekly or, or monthly uh, almost drama. Uh, I know, but here where we're watching RTE uh, reform itself in front of of the public. To be honest with you, Garrett, I just think the appetite for this from people will just get it really will start to win, particularly when you're talking about them going in front of the Oireachtas every month. I mean, where does it? Where does it end? Because realistically, this is semi-state funding. You think about state funding, the likes of the HSE. We were just talking to Fergus Finley there about the state of the children's hospital, even the housing crisis. I mean, where does this go? Does it need to bring in a public spending commission that looks at these? Um, Listen, uh, Gareth Hart from uh, Hart Media PR and former News Talk Editor-in-Chief. Gareth, thank you so much for joining us and giving your analysis on how we're going to fix that. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.